AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, It's hour one on this Wednesday. Football this afternoon. I guess it's football afternoon in America. Michelle Tafoya, who will be on the sidelines for NBC Sports. She will join us from Pittsburgh coming up shortly. Phone calls are always welcome. Emails, tweets, operator Marvin standing by. Also, your tweets and your email. We say good morning to Chat Row as well. A little bit later on, Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated, an update on what's happening in the Big Ten in particular with the Ohio State Buckeyes. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Thanks for allowing us to spend a part of your day and uh, however long you can stay. You can watch if you like on Peacock. You can download the app. It's uh, all three hours are available for free. And our great radio affiliates around the country, including the formidable Fox Sports Radio lineup. We as sports fans are creatures of habit. We're used to watching certain things at certain times, you know, certain times of the year, certain times of the uh, month or an evening. The pandemic has thrown that schedule into disarray. You know, when you think about it, we had NBA and NHL, we had that in the fall. We had baseball squeezed in there a whole season. We did it in a couple of months. The NFL has been the exception. Now, they made a statement in April. They held the draft on time. And for the most part, they have held true to that schedule. But now things are getting weird. The Ravens and Steelers are going to try again to play this afternoon. Keep in mind that this was supposed to be Thanksgiving night. And then it was going to be a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday. And now here it is on a Wednesday afternoon. I'm okay with a London game at 9 a.m. I mean, usually there aren't good games, but I'm okay with it. I'm used to it now. We associate NFL games with 
downtime or a reward for a hard day's work. Like you come home and you go, I can't wait for that Monday night game or a Sunday night game. Sometimes the NFL gets lucky, stumbles into a great idea. And somehow I get this strong feeling that Wednesday afternoon football will not be one of them because the Ravens could have more positive tests this morning. They have to have more tests this morning to see if they can play tonight. I don't know what happens. Like, how many positive tests, more positive tests, would the NFL then go, you know what, on second thought or third thought, or, or is it their fourth or fifth thought that they wouldn't be able to play this game? For entertainment purposes only, the Steelers are favored by 10 and a half. And keep this in mind. Pittsburgh beat the Ravens back in week eight, and that was 28-24. And that's a typical game between these two. Since Mike Tomlin took over as the head coach back in 2007, Steelers and Ravens have played 20 games against one another. That's the most by two teams over that time frame. Uh, they were decided by seven points or less. They played 27 times, 20 of the 27 decided by seven points or less. Is that going to be the case today with Robert Griffin Jr. the third as your quarterback? They have their running backs back. Uh, they have a depleted offensive line. And Pittsburgh's coming in undefeated. This program brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. You can still celebrate the season with Christmas. You can uh, get a flower arrangement. And uh, even if you can't be there, you can uh, give the impression that you really care. That's what I did on Thanksgiving. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. You'll love all the arrangements they have. Click on the radio icon, enter code Patrick, and you are good to go. Couple other things. Uh, last night, the college football playoff committee released its rankings, and that wasn't the big story. The big story was Kirk Herbstreet was talking to Reese Davis on the program, and he said the following. I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week, and then, David, they'll, they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. They could be sitting there with six games. And Michigan, is that fair, David? Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. That doesn't make sense to me, but I think a lot of people wanted to see where Ohio State would be. Okay, Herbie walked that back later on in the night. He posted a video and said that he didn't have any inside information. And uh, what he was basing it on, I guess, was just his opinion, a gut feeling that maybe that could happen. I want to bring something up. I want to bring it back up because I said this to you yesterday around this time. My source was telling me about what was going on with Ohio State in Michigan. And I said, any updates on Ohio State? So this is yesterday, it's 24 hours ago. And my source said they're doing everything to play, but will be down significant numbers. Michigan has paused football activities, but don't know the numbers and their availability for this week or next week versus Ohio State. My source then goes on to text me, if they're unable to play Ohio State, they avoid losing to them and eliminate Ohio State from playing in the Big Ten Championship. That's from my source yesterday. And then I followed up after what Herbie said last night. And I said, um, it sounds like they're still playing. Any thoughts on what Herbie had to say? And my source said he's probably been talking to Dabo Sweeney regarding the Florida State situation. The situation with Michigan, according to my source, is up in the air. If they can't fill a competitive team, they'll have a tough decision to make against Ohio State. So once again, I, 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 my source didn't go as far as Herbie did, that they're going to wave the white flag. But 
that, you know, kind of the blueprint is there or the outline is there of if Michigan can't be competitive, that they may not want to play this game against Ohio State. Now, obviously, there are COVID issues here. That's first and foremost with all of this. This isn't, hey, we're not any good. We don't want to play Ohio State. If they can't field a competitive team, from what my source told me, then they may not be able to play. They'll have a tough decision, according to my source, to play against Ohio State. But Herbie did backtrack and say, I give Reese Davis a whole lot of credit because I'm assuming that was live TV last night and Reese was asking Kirk Herbstreit to clarify here. And he was not taking the answers that Herbie was giving him and Reese really pinned him down to say, do you know exactly what you're saying right now? And I don't know if Herbie did. David Pollack kind of came in and joked a little bit there. But I think that uh, Reese Davis did a wonderful job in saying, guys, you don't understand what we're talking about here. That Michigan would actually not want to play a football game against Ohio State. That they would actually do whatever they could do to not play against Ohio State. My source is saying COVID is the issue that if they can't field a competitive team, then maybe they're going to have a really tough decision to make. I'm assuming Ohio State plays Michigan State this weekend, and they don't have a requisite number to play, requisite number of games to play for the national championship. Because Ohio State could have four games and probably still play in the final four, but they won't be playing in the Big Ten championship. But that's just some of the background information from yesterday, what happened last night with Herbie. Herbie did walk it back. And I've known Herbie for 30 years, 25 years. And I, I know that we joke about Ohio State and Michigan because I'm from Ohio. And I hated Michigan growing up. But Herbie never engaged in that as a fan. Never. And he's from Centerville outside of Dayton. He never engaged with that when we would joke off the air about Ohio State, Michigan. He didn't. And he has been a professional when he's on the air talking about Michigan, because it's the same thing that I went through many, many years ago when I said I don't have an allegiance anymore, because if I say that I'm a Reds fan and you're a, a Pirates fan, then you go, well, he's a Reds fan. I, I had to stop rooting for any team. I don't root for Ohio State. I root for a storyline here. Herbie got caught up in, hey, maybe Ohio State, you know, if you're going to play and Michigan's going to get embarrassed again and you don't want to, and maybe you wave the white flag. Well, you can't say wave the white flag. You can say if they don't have a competitive team here, do they make a decision based off COVID and the safety of the players they'd be putting out there against a far superior team? You can say it that way. But last night, when you say you're going to wave the white flag, there is no, I can't imagine a situation where Jim Harbaugh would go, I don't want to play Ohio State. Deep down, you may go, this may hurt. But I can't imagine those football players are going to go, we don't want to go out there and play. You don't get to that point in your career where all of a sudden you pick and choose when you want to play and don't want to play based, on, based off how good somebody is or isn't. And this might just be sort of the overflow of Clemson still heated. Dabo Sweeney is still upset at Florida State. And Herbie's got two of, of his sons who go to Clemson. Maybe he spoke to Dabo, according to my source. Maybe that's where it came from. But I don't know of other situations where coaches are saying, 
that team is opting out. They don't want to face somebody. Yeah, Paul. Like you said, this topic must be driving Jim Harbaugh crazy. Yeah, you know him. We've had him on a dozen times. The fact that there are even, even speculation by anybody out there that his team would rather stay home than get waxed. Uh, I, I, I know he's not talking. He hasn't done a lot of interviews this year, but that must be driving him nuts. Yeah, but... Well, it was just strange. I'm watching I'm watching the show. It's a half-hour show, and then I'm getting ready to watch basketball after that. And I thought, okay, there's not going to be any change in the, in the uh, top four, top five. I was curious about Iowa State. I was cur- curious about BYU, curious about Cincinnati. Basically, that's it. And then all of a sudden, when Herbie started talking, and then he kept talking, and then I went, is somebody going to say anything? And then he turned it over to David Pollack, and David Pollack joked with him a little bit. And then Reese hit the reset button and said, wait, wait, hold on here. Do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're saying? And he was holding Herbie accountable. And that's what you needed to do. It was very good TV. It wasn't scripted, but it was very good TV. All right, uh, McLevin, you got a poll question for me today. Well, we have to start with the obvious question. Will the Ravens and Steelers actually play today at 340 Eastern time? I Can I wait for about 20 minutes after we have Michelle Tafoya on? Because I don't know when today's test, this morning's test results come back. But I would like to, like at some point you go for competitive balance. Could you imagine if the Steelers get ready for the Ravens? They've already flown there and... You're still waiting on tests this morning to see if you can play this football game. I'm going to say we're going to play the football game. I don't know what it's going to look like. It has to be better than Denver against New Orleans. It has to be. At least RG3 has played the position at a high level before. Yes, McLevin. I keep Googling who's on the Ravens team tonight, and it's not clear because they guys are on the COVID list, but I don't know who gets off the COVID list in time to play. So they're, they're missing like eight Pro Bowl players, like Calais Campbell, Mark Andrews, Brandon Williams. You go still down the list, Willie Sneed. It's, everybody's out. You, you can't reschedule this game, right? Like, like they can't do it again. But then what do you do if they can't play this game? Can you do it? Th- <laughs> can you do it Thursday, like Thursday morning? You know, morning drive football. I mean, at at this point, it's bordering on embarrassing. We're gonna we're gonna get this football game in. I don't care what happens. I don't care who plays. We're getting this football game in. But we'll talk to Michelle Tafoya. He'll she'll join us and uh, give us an update on uh, what is going on with this game. Yes, Paulie. I wonder if Tafoya is going to have just a normal mask on on the sidelines or like the full hazmat or like the <laughs> Apollo 13 space suit doing her sideline report, being extra cautious. Oh, what else do you have, McLovin? Okay. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you want to do this, Todd? How do you feel about that? Um, the last one didn't go great, but it wasn't terrible. I say we just go for it. Oh, you're feeling that yeah. good? Okay. Well, Todd came up with a poem. A limerick. A limerick. Okay, a limerick. I'm sorry. It's my wheelhouse. Yeah. But I'm not you, good with the haikus and the onomatopoeia. Yeah, but you, you stole a limerick from somebody and won an award. I did. There once was a man from Peru who dreamed he was kissing his shoe. He awoke in the night in a terrible fright, found that it was perfectly true, right out of a book. Do you want to get this over with? Yeah. Okay. We'll pull All the right. band-aid off Here we go. go Here's Todd Fritz with his limerick about today's Ravens-Steelers game. A third rescheduled game? No way. It's a pandemic. So what can you say? 
Wednesday afternoon at Heinz, just a sign of the times. But are we sure that they'll even play? Okay. I like that. Serviceable. Now, is the effort to rhyme or to entertain? I'd like to say more entertained, but as far as following the pros and what you're supposed to do for Limerick, lines one, two, and five have to rhyme, and three and four have to rhyme separately. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a passing grade on that. I'll take that. Yeah. Like an 80? No, no, no. It's like Brown University. (laughs) You you pass or fail. Could have been a 72. Could could have been a 91. We'll never know. (laughs) Seize dick, get degrees. I'll take it. Uh, What else do you have, McLevin? Okay, I was going to ask uh, which team in the top four now is most likely to fall out with Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama, and Ohio State. But based on what you opened with, is is the answer going to be Ohio State? Well, I think that the committee, this is entertainment, this is a TV show, and as much as we want to go, this is based off your resume. I don't know how you could look at Ohio State and say, based off your resume, we're putting you in the Final Four. Now, talent-wise, they deserve to be in the Final Four. But you can't tell me, based off your resume, that they're a Final Four team. But I, I think that I think Ohio State is still going to make it, even if they're playing four games. Um, yeah, I see this scenario. I don't know if it could happen. But let's say Notre Dame loses to Clemson by less than a touchdown. Clemson fully assembled with Trevor Lawrence back. Alabama loses to Florida in a close game. Could Ohio State get left out because you'd still keep Alabama in after a loss and you'd keep Notre Dame in after a loss because their resume is better than Ohio State's? That was just the one question that I had. If we look at scenarios here, that was the one that I looked at. Yeah, McLevin. What about Texas A&M who sits at five, I believe? Do they have a real path? Because what you described leaves them out a little bit. I don't know if anybody is anxious to see Texas A&M. Just being honest here from an uh, observer. (laughs) But this is what this is about. This isn't March Madness. This is the four best teams where people are going to watch. And Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame, people will watch. You want to put Florida in there with Kyle Trask, who will probably win the Heisman? Or at least if he has a great game against Alabama, he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. Maybe people will tune in for that. I don't think anybody is interested in Texas A&M being invited to the party. What else? So that means Cincinnati isn't even worth asking. Cincinnati is, is, you know, if this were March Madness, Cincinnati and BYU, Coastal Carolina, Liberty would be a whole lot of fun. But this is football, and football doesn't believe in Cinderella stories. They love the Blue Bloods, and they are going to live and die by the Blue Bloods. And I don't think this year is any exception. All right, let me take a break. We'll settle on a poll question. By the way, you got gear for the holidays, and look no further than the uh, DP Show store. You need uh, no-brainer gifts, T-shirts, hoodies, the 2021 calendar, and a whole lot more at danpatrick.com. Take a break. 18 after the hour, we'll head to Pittsburgh. Are we going to have a football game this afternoon? We'll talk to Michelle Tafoya from Football Afternoon in America right after this. I mentioned this at the top of the show with uh, 1-800-Flowers. You know, when you order something and you want to make sure it arrives and it looks great and people are going to be happy that they got it, That's what I love about 1-800-Flowers. Once you order, you don't worry about anything. 1-800-Flowers.com. If you can't be home for the holidays and you want to send something, a Christmas flower arrangement, 
They got wreaths in there, the uh, signature holiday flower tree. They got so many great things there. But all you do is tell them when you want it sent. You call them up at 1-800-Flowers, and you'll be able to order this. And then if you can't be home for the holidays, then uh, you're going to at least let those people know that you were thinking about them. Together or from afar, share the holiday magic and uh, warm wishes of the season. Gorgeous arrangements from 1-800-Flowers. To order the holiday flower tree or other Christmas flower arrangements, go to 1-800-Flowers.com. You see the radio icon. You enter code PATRICK. You're good to go. Order today and save at 1-800-Flowers.com. Code Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> 
Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Phone calls always welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. I was watching college basketball last night. Whew! It's not good basketball. There are some marquee teams, but uh, watching Duke against Michigan State. You know, when's the last time you watched a Duke game and you had no idea who anybody was on the floor? When's the last time you watched Kentucky and had no idea who anybody was on the floor? When's the last time you watched Kansas and had no idea who anybody was on the floor? Well, that happened last night, and I follow the sport. I know Duke had an unbelievable recruiting year, but I'm watching and I'm going, hmm, nope, hmm, nope. And that was the case last night. Kentucky, Kansas, not good. Not good at all. And then uh, Duke and Michigan State. Michigan State got the win. Yes, Paulie. That's the thing. I, you know, two years ago, Zion took over the sport. Everyone knew him. You got to know him fast. But by default, you got to know R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish yeah. and the other guys. Yeah. There's not a focal point guy anywhere. That player of the year is playing for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And not a lot of people, Iowa doesn't get as much national attention. 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll settle on a poll question. Got a couple interesting stats of the day coming up. But the big question of the day is, are we going to have football this afternoon? Michelle Tafoya, NBC Sunday Night Football, NBC Wednesday Afternoon Football sideline reporter, and uh, she joins us now from Pittsburgh. How confident are you we're playing football today, Michelle? I'm very confident. But first I have to say Jalen Suggs of Gonzaga. Don't ignore him, okay? okay? Mini guy, <laughs> point guard. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to have some football. It's the Thanksgiving edition of Sunday Night Football on Wednesday afternoon. That's what we have. Uh, we feel pretty confident. Look, the Steelers um, have two guys missing, and James Conner and, and Stephon Tuitt. <laughs> the Ravens, you should see this flip card. If people don't know what a flip card is, it's the card that they give the media to it lists all the starters in the second and third deep. It is a mess. It's just an absolute mess for the Ravens. But 
Um, you know, some of these guys are coming back. The rumors that Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins will play in this game are false. They will not. They're not coming. Mm. Um, and so, uh, but, you know, they're going to take rapid tests before they leave the hotel today. And uh, assuming everyone clears, we've got a football game. Okay. Could there be a number like is there a number of positive tests that could happen this morning where that it would put this game in jeopardy well my guess would be again this is not official dan but what they've been doing is i mean if there's a single test then really if that person's been in meals in a walkthrough in a meeting uh then everyone's at risk um or, or they could say you know what it's a it's a defensive back we're only worried about the corners and everyone else is is negative it, it, i'm sure it would have to be cleared with the league um but yeah that's something i'm sure <laughs> john harbaugh is grinding his teeth about this morning is uh, get these tests back and please make them negative how has your role changed in the last week in uh, in approaching this game I've just become very familiar with Pittsburgh, Dan, um, especially the downtown area. It's been, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, the role hasn't changed so much, although I'll tell you, we're all kind of like dizzy of looking through the numbers and the names. Okay, this guy now is off the list, but this guy's on. So they have how many starters missing and how many of those guys are pro bowlers and which who's, oh, but this guy now is back and this guy's off. That part has been honestly the most time-consuming part of this, for me anyway, and and I think really for all of us, trying to figure out who's playing, uh, you know, all these practice squad players that are coming up. I mean, it's just a bunch of them, and people don't know who they are. So preparing that way, I know it's been tough for Chris getting these names of guys you never heard of. And, um, you know, for me, yeah, I just feel like I'm a, I'm a counter. I'm a, I, I count COVID tests. That's what I've done all week. We're talking to Michelle Tofoya, NBC Sunday Night Football sideline reporter. Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, and Michelle will be on the call. The game starts at uh, 3.40 Eastern. What is the schedule this morning for these uh, two teams, or when do they take the field? Uh, okay, so kickoff's at 3.40. We go on the air at 3.30. Um, I think the teams arrive in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, you know, as <laughs> I talked to Cam Hayward last night. I said, what's the day like tomorrow? He goes, it's just a delayed 1 o'clock game. That's the way they're looking at it. They're looking at it like, you know what, we were supposed to play at 1, but there's a lot of snow, so we got to play at 3.30 instead. So I think, you know, everything's just bumped a little bit. Um, I know these guys are itching to get out there. The one kind of silver lining, especially for Pittsburgh, is guys have had all this time to rest and get better. They were they were pretty beat up, and they've gotten to, to rest and get better. I would say that's true for some of the Ravens as well, but, um, you know, Pittsburgh feels great. Now, Harbaugh loves the idea that no one thinks they can win this game, but it is hard to see them putting it together a team that can contend with, with what the Steelers have going right now, though the first game was very close. Are, uh, did you talk to Roethlisberger? Did the crew talk to Roethlisberger? Yes. Okay. Uh, what What did you take away from that interview? Um, nothing particularly groundbreaking. Um, you know, just I I think the usual stuff. Uh, he feels great. Um, loves his team. Uh, they don't need to go undefeated. Um, they just want to keep winning. Their ultimate goal is a Super Bowl, obviously, and they're really confident. There's no drama with Pittsburgh, and right? Yeah, yeah, not really. Isn't that funny? And so many times that there are, but. 
you know, it's it's interesting. No drama. Uh, Tomlin's his usual brilliant self with all these lines that come out of his mouth that just just kill you. Um, but it, it's yeah, there's not a lot of drama because there isn't a lot of injury. Now the interesting thing about James Conner, their running back, their their superstar, is that you know he's a cancer survivor. And one of the things about this COVID thing is if you have a secondary, you know, a co- comorbidity, they call it, that can be dangerous. But James has been healthy for a long time, and as far as we know, he's he's handling this just fine. And I would say the same thing about Mark Andrews for the Ravens. He's a, a type 1 diabetes guy and ha- having a great season, by the way. But, you know, he came into this season eyes wide open and didn't really think anything of it. But those are the two, I think, on on these two teams that you have to kind of just have a little bit of extra concern for. What role does weather play today? Not as much as it would have last night, because yesterday was a complete snowstorm here, and things were very slick, and they got it went from snow to rain late in the day. It was ugly. So I, I think weather is going to be a non-factor. It's supposed to be sunny, cold, um, but, you know, uh, it, if, if anything was going to be impacted, I would say it's the kicking game, but that has never seemed to bother Justin Tucker. What's interesting, Justin Tucker's like the most successful kicker at Heinz ever, maybe. He's missed one kick here, one field goal attempt, and that was in his, his first season. The interesting thing is for him is his long snapper, Morgan Cox, is out with COVID. So they've got a practice guy coming up to, to do the long snapping with this group, Justin Tucker, their punter, Sam Cook, who does the holding. And this group has played 90 straight games together, and now they're interrupting this. And uh, we'll see how that goes. You know, um, Justin didn't want to talk about it. He was a little superstitious. He mm. told me, a guy, Nick's going to do great, Nick Moore, who's coming up. But, you know, that – could be sort of an interesting twist in all this. A guy who has had just ridiculous success at Heinz in Justin Tucker, is that messed up today? Who knows? You're also hosting uh, NBC Sports Uncovered, a podcast, and uh, the uh, latest interview is with John Gruden. What did we unearth from the podcast (laughs) with the new and improved 2.0 John Gruden? (laughs) Uh, For me, the most interesting thing was how emotional he can still get about thinking about um, when he was traded to Tampa, when he was... When the the Raiders were able to say, "Yeah, we don't we don't really need you anymore. We're going to trade you." It really, I was surprised at how much that still stings for him. Even though he went to Tampa and beat the Raiders in the Super Bowl and really had the ultimate revenge, um, but it still it still is hard for him to talk about. And that that was interesting to me because as hard as I tried to get more information from him, he would say. Uh, it's too painful, and it makes me emotional, and so I'm done talking about that. But given what happened in that Super Bowl, it, it felt like they knew every play that Rich Gannon was calling. Did, does Gruden admit that now that they knew exactly what was going on? He, he, he in a way, yeah. I mean, they, they, they acknowledge the fact that that was one of those years where you didn't have that that week break between the end of the season and the Super Bowl or between the end of the playoffs and the Super Bowl that we have now, that sort of bye week. And that really didn't allow uh, the Raiders to change much. And so, yeah, that mm. with that short week of notice, 
uh, or short week of practice and preparation, they weren't able to change much. And yeah, Gruden Gruden knew a lot. And Gruden loves to have some colorful language um, in practice <laughs> on the sidelines. If you were going to like, like, was there a moment where you went, "Oh my God!" You're on the sidelines and you hear a coach go off. Have you had one of those moments? With Gruden? Well, um, anybody, just where the language was a little more colorful than uh, you would have thought. Sure I have. But it, uh, you know what's odd about my, my strongest memory of Gruden uh, was early in my, my sidelining career. I was still at CBS, and it was the day after Christmas, and we were doing a game at Oakland. I don't even remember who the other team was because – on Christmas night, the night before the game, I had a surprise in that my, my then boyfriend, now husband, popped the question on Christmas night. So uh, I went out the next day to that game just, you know, like on a cloud, um, and Lance Barrow was the, the producer of the game who kept saying, Michelle! Hold the microphone in your left hand so everyone can see the ring. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so then I just remember at halftime I was waiting for Gruden to come out, and Gruden sort of pointed to the ground like, you come over here, I'm not coming to you. And so I went over and talked to him. But, you know, I have a great relationship with Gruden because we worked on Monday Night Football on ESPN for a couple of years together. And uh, But, yeah, I mean, the, every coach is – Different, and they're all—they've all got their thing. And some guys are really much more polite than you would expect, and some guys are really salty. Who's really polite? Um, you know, it's funny, Dan. It doesn't come to mind right away. <laughs> <laughs> How does Belichick? Is he ever like expressive with you, effusive, where he just? I wouldn't say effusive. I'm not sure that he's ever really effusive unless he's talking about a great story uh, or something historical in football. Um, but, you know, he look, I'm appreciative of any coach that's willing under those circumstances to talk to you. Uh, I do have a, a, a memory of him going into that last Super Bowl we covered in Arizona, and I remember – they were heading into the locker room for the last time before kickoff, and I caught up with him, and I said, let me just ask you, do you get nervous before these big games? And he goes, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting because he's a guy that would never really let on that things you know, bother him and that, or that, that he's anything but just feet on the ground and everything. So I, I thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, it's, it's a game-to-game thing, Dan, and you just kind of go into each interview with these coaches, whether they're winning or losing, just bracing for the worst and trying not to ask a stupid question. Have fun today, Michelle, and uh, hopefully you get to uh, escape Pittsburgh. Not that it's not a great city, but you probably spent more time there than you, you're, you're, you're paying taxes in Pittsburgh. We are. We all are. Um, and there's no room service. So, But, no, we're good. We're, I don't want to sound like we're complaining. We're not. We're, it's all good, and we're excited. But thank you, Dan, for having me. Thank you, Michelle. That's uh, Michelle Tafoya. NBC Sunday night football, now Wednesday afternoon football sideline reporter. Festivities start at 3.30 Eastern on NBC. And also the NBC podcast with uh, John Gruden, uh, Sports Uncovered with Michelle Tafoya. Play of the day up next. Your phone calls as well. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh my God! The play, oh the play, the play of the day. Check this out. Now Wilson looking to drive, stops, hangs, shoots, and hits. He has taken over this game entirely. It's the Jalen Wilson show in Indy, and he did it with fundamentals. Just a shot fake, let him fly by. Courtesy of Learfield IMG College, the freshman Jalen Wilson led the way for Kansas 23 points en route to a 65-62 win over Kentucky. Kansas won despite shooting 30% from the floor. They got no field goals from their bench. The lowest field goal percentage by any team to beat Kentucky in the last 25 years. Your play of the day is brought to you by Built Bar. 
Fritzy had one yesterday. Fabulous. Fritzy said, can I have another one today? And I go, yeah, I'm not rationing them out. You can have another one if you need it. That's like I almost had like three or four in a row. I don't think it's meant for you to have like a whole box of them in one sitting. No, no, you should just have one each morning. But I wanted to sample each one of them in a row. There's 18 flavors, Todd. There's mint brownie, coconut almond, just some of our favorites. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code DP, 20% off your purchase. That's a great appearance by Michelle Tofoya. Because you told, she told you that Baltimore's running backs are not playing in this game. Their starting running backs are not playing in this game. And that there's a new long snapper for the Ravens with Justin Tucker. I don't know if the game comes down to a field goal, but it's just these little small things that the sideline reporters, the great sideline reporters find out. Just to give you a sense of keep an eye on this. Maybe nothing happens. Justin Tucker is the best field goal kicker ever at Heinz Field. He's a Hall of Famer. If it comes down to a big kick and maybe something happens with the long snapper there. But uh, she told you that Baltimore's running backs are not going to be playing in this game. I don't know how many positive tests would have to take place for the NFL to step in and say, we can't play this game. Like at this point, I don't know if there is a number, but they're going to be tested this morning prior to getting ready to play this football game. All right, McLevin, you got a poll question for me? Well, I did put up hour one. Will they play today? And 84% said yes. And it seems like Michelle agreed. Uh, I have a, a strong MBA option. Okay. I, can, I can save it for later in the show or share it with you now. Give it to me now. By the way, the Mavs Lakers on Christmas Day. That's... Well, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. The question is, which Christmas Day game, if you can only watch one, mm. which one are you going with? Uh, okay, so the choices are the Mavs Lakers, the Clippers Nuggets, Ooh. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We got the Nets Celtics, KD. Why didn't they have the Nets against the Rockets? Because then I could have Daryl Morey, who's with the 76ers, and then you have James Harden, and then just that does, you know, is there tampering that happens with Daryl Morey with James Harden coming to the 76ers? Or do you look at that game and go, hey, you know what? Joel Embiid on the Rockets would be a really interesting uh, acquisition here. I thought that that might be a little bit more interesting than the Celtics and the Nets. But you know, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what the Nets roll out and what kind of mood Kevin Durant is in. By the way, Kevin Durant met with the media. And Kevin Durant just wants to let you know he didn't talk to James Harden about joining the Nets. Is there anything that you could share with us about that conversation? And then do you relay that James wants to play with the Nets to Sean as soon as you hear something like that? I don't know where you're making these stories up that me and James talked about any of this at a workout. Like, I don't know where that came from. And James is a friend of mine, but I let the front office handle all of that stuff. I was just so focused on working out. I heard all the noise, and I heard that, you know, James potentially wanted to come to the Nets, but you know, anybody can make up stories. Anybody can write a story and it, and, it take, and it gets some traction. Okay. Now, maybe Kevin Durant was really focused on working out and probably didn't have time to take a phone call from James Harden because he's coming back from an Achilles injury. So I understand. Yeah, you have no time to take a phone call from James. Tell him I'm working out. I can't take this phone call. Uh, do I believe Kevin Durant? No, I don't. I don't. Kevin always turns it around and makes it the media. The media did this. Okay, was this Woj or Sham 
like, did, did Shams come up with this? Did Woj come up with it? I mean, these are two of the most respected reporters in basketball. And I believe one of them had this story about James Harden maybe joining the Nets. There's also a story that is in the exploratory stages of James Harden and the Golden State Warriors. Just exploratory. Okay? But I do believe Kevin Durant somehow, some way, at some time, probably talked to James Harden and maybe said something like, you know, it'd be cool if you uh, joined us. Yes, Eden. Well, I do agree with Kevin Durant that oftentimes the media gets reports wrong or like there are things that are completely made up and fabricated that come out of thin air. The problem with Kevin Durant saying that right now is the last time we heard him say this was when him and Kyrie were in that hallway (laughs) at the All-Star game talking to each other. And they were like, oh, what? So all of a sudden the two of us are talking. Now we're going to get together and play on the same team. And then a year or two later, it's like, oh, yeah. So that time in the hallway, that is when we actually decided we were going to get together. (laughs) Now, he can be critical of me because I said Durant and and Kyrie are going to play together next year. And I believe it'll be with the Knicks. And then as it turned out, they weren't interested in the Knicks. They just went to a different borough to play for the Brooklyn Nets. But when they got together at the All-Star game, when we saw them huddle just those two, and then people started to speculate, and that's when Durant said, oh, like we can't have a conversation without yeah, us. Kyrie's like, you guys just make things <laughs> up, man. I don't even know where that was. With two friends? It's my best friend. I can't talk to him. <laughs> oh, man. The Lakers and the Mavericks on Christmas Day. This will be the 14th consecutive year LeBron has played on Christmas Day. Man. 15th time overall he's played on Christmas Day. The player who holds the record for most games played on Christmas. Anybody? Santa Claus. (laughs) That's a fair guess. He doesn't play on Christmas. Saint Nick. He works. He works. He doesn't play. He works. Kobe Bryant. Kobe played 16 games on Christmas Day. Yes, McLovin. By the way, you didn't let me finish the poll. There's two more games. Oh, my Your bad. Warriors. Okay. Okay, okay. Your Warriors against the Bucks, And, of course, Zion Williamson and the Pelicans against the Heat. Now, I think you might choose the Warriors because I could tell you're itching for them. If Clay was there, then Yes. I mean, it's just that's such a loss because I I was really looking forward to seeing what Golden State was capable of doing. And if James Wiseman was going to fit into what they do or how he was going to fit into what they do. And I really thought they were going to challenge the Lakers. I really, really did. I thought that they might be the team to beat. Now, this is before the Lakers made their moves, and I think the Lakers got better. But... Um, it's, it's Dallas because it's LeBron who's been the face and maybe, uh, you know, Luca is, is now the face of the NBA or one of the faces and going to be the face of the NBA and to have those two collide on Christmas day, that would probably be the one, you know, the Celtics with Kyrie. Oh boy. Kyrie's going to get back at the Celtics. I don't care. Who cares? Uh, Kemba Walker is now going to be out. Till January, he had something with his knee. Man, the Celtics, it felt like, oh my gosh, they're on the verge of, and I don't think they're on the verge of anymore. But I'm interested to see what happens with the Nets. I'm interested to see if there's a minutes restriction with them, with Steve Nash. I'm just interested in the whole dynamic of that team with everything that happens with them. Yes, Todd. Why not Nets at Lakers? 
I'm not the schedule maker, Todd. But if, if you could pick one, if you could match any two teams against each other, wouldn't you want to see Durant and Kyrie at the champs? I would like to have the Lakers in Brooklyn. Ooh. I'd like that better. Because I would want it to be tilted towards the Nets playing well. You know, I don't want to have them go out there and all of a sudden, you know, Kyrie and Kevin Durant are sort of playing, you know, 22 minutes and it's, you know, they're not ready for prime time there. I'd want it to be where the Nets are ready to play and just see how good they're, they're going to be. What, what kind of offense do they run with Steve Nash as their head coach? Yeah, Paulie. Year two Zion's going to be pretty interesting. Does he look different, feel different, uh, minutes restrictions, game restrictions? It seems like that should all be gone. There's been a long time since he played basketball. It should be rest. It should be conditioning. All the excuses. I wouldn't say excuses of year one, but the uh, quirks of year one should be gone. I just want to know what his game is like. You know, if, if he's slimmed down because he did look overweight last year, statistically, he had an incredible year, incredible rookie year. His usage was, I mean, incredible. But I want to know how, you know, what style of offense are they able to run with him? Because he doesn't fit into any real category. They're going to make him a small forward this year. I don't know if that matters, but I do want to see what he looks like. What's his style? What's their style as well? All right, we'll get to your phone calls coming up. Got sidetracked there with the NBA schedule for uh, Christmas. We'll check in with Pat Forty. What's he make of the Ohio State situation? Are they going to play this weekend? Are they going to play against Ohio State? Are they going to make it into the Final Four? That story's coming up. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly, or who's had more interesting jobs, Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but Paulie was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.